What's up, Ego Hackers? It's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another episode for Season 21. I haven't been around, uh, mostly due to uh, injuries and uh, day job-related uh, activities, uh, such as going to Dallas-Fort Worth and having a bunch of fun with uh, my coworkers at uh, the uh, Tech Expo, which was a pretty fantastic uh, trip, if I do say so myself. But uh, be that as it may, I uh, had the opportunity to uh, meet with some pretty cool ISFPs uh, during the trip, uh, my coworkers, and I thought, you know, maybe it's time I actually produce uh, the lecture on uh, how to social engineer ISFPs because, uh, you know, ISFPs put in a lot of time and effort into social engineering the rest of us, so why don't we just figure out how to social engineer them? And now, later now wait a minute, you're like, wait a minute, ISFPs really... Uh, going out of their way to social engineer other people? Absolutely, folks, absolutely. The thing is, though, is that most uh, ISFPs aren't exactly aware that they are doing it uh, because, you know, it's all about what they believe, not necessarily about the facts, etc. So with that being said, let's discuss a little bit about ISFPs, who they are, where they come from, uh, what they are all about, and then we will dive into social engineering. Hopefully we can keep this lecture a little bit short. Uh, due to mounting criticism about my lectures being too long. Uh, but, uh, I mean, hey, I just, I freestyle it. Uh, my best work is done when I freestyle instead of like, you know, actually outlining everything, which is what everyone wants me to do. Uh, so, I mean, it's like, okay, how would I just have a loose plan and just kind of go with it, if you know what I'm saying, so. Anyway, uh, the ISFP, uh, they, uh, let's look up talk about their interaction style. So their interaction style is informative responding control. This is also known as the background or AKA behind the scenes according to Dr. Linda Barron's interaction style for the ISFP. And uh, they're informative, uh, which means they prefer to be around the bush instead of taking that more commanding presence, that commanding approach and then tell people what it is they want or tell people what other people should be doing and being using as few words as possible to do it because they're just being straight to the point. Whereas from a, um, uh, but in reality, they're very informative, they like to beat around the bush, and they do this because they don't want to be seen, they don't want to be seen as, you know, someone who's overly abrasive or someone who's, you know, uh, hurtful or disrespectful to other people, so they decide to take a more informative route. I mean, I would know because I too myself am informative, fair enough. They're very responding. They prefer other people to come to them instead of them going to other people. And they're very control-oriented, which means they like to keep things under control. They go at their own pace, but they are also very outcome-focused. It is not being process-focused, which is a movement type. I'm a movement type, so I enjoy focusing on the process and developing a better process, a master process for solving any issue or completing any task. Whereas an ISFP ends up creating an individual process for every single outcome in their life. And then as a result of that, it takes a lot longer to complete, but their task completion is actually more accurate in the end. And they kind of end up having better results in the long run over someone who necessarily is very process oriented. It's basically uh, you're trading uh, accuracy for speed, basically. Remember folks, you can only do things cheap, fast or right. And you can only pick two. Or as my shop teacher uh, in uh, um, as my shop teacher uh, Mr. Swartz used to say, neatness and accuracy, folks, not speed. And uh, he was definitely an ISFP. Uh, so uh, very outcome focused that uh, individual. Very fun class. I enjoy technology class. We got to make our own motors. It was amazing. Uh, so. With that being said, that is their interaction style. That's why they're very behind the scenes. Uh, they don't really like being in the spotlight and attention being uh, put towards them can make them uncomfortable. However, if they are in charge of something or they are directing attention with their ENTHA subconscious, they can actually get off the attention. This is why we have so many ISFP oriented uh, country singers uh, these days out of Nashville who are making it big uh, or getting lucky as ISFPs would consistently say. Uh, but in reality, uh, you know, that may or may not be the case. It's just that they like to drive attention because it's all about their, arti their artistic skills conveying a type of experience that leads to a fantastic performance, certainly. Uh, so uh, their temperament, uh, their temperament is the artisan temperament, and I enjoy the artisan temperament because it's extremely creative. Um, 
It's all about being a freedom-based creator, which means the ISFP needs to have freedom of choice at all times. If you take away their choice, they will instantly rage because taking away an ISFP's choice is inhibiting their NI child because NI is connected to their SE parent. The SE parent rages and becomes very angry in order to protect the child, basically. That parent will move any obstacle in the physical environment to make sure that the uh, NI child always has a choice uh, within that situation, and uh, and and then and then that's you know from the from the perception point of view, but from their decision point of view, it's actually more from a moral uh, perspective. But more on that in a minute. So temperament-wise, very um, um, very uh, you know, like I said, freedom-based creators. But they live in the moment. And remember, when you live in the moment with your extroverted sensing being so high, this is what causes ISFPs to be so forgetful. Remember their introverted sensing, which is their uh, long-term memory. That long-term memory uh, really is, uh, and also their sense of duty and loyalty, et cetera, it's pretty low because they're so willful with their will, anti-child willpower. Their SI critic um, puts them in a situation where they can become very forgetful. However, because it's so critical, ISFPs like ISTPs walk around basically feeling like they can remember everything and oh I only remember what's important etc and they will not very few times seldom admit that uh, what they remember is not actually uh, correct uh, although that is more of an ISTP issue not so much an ISFP issue because of TE inferior the ISFP is definitely more often than not willing to admit that they're wrong whereas an ISTP is not so much okay fair enough I guess that makes sense when you have TI hero and it's like TI hero can be like very arrogant and is trying to get everybody else to listen to it instead of it being willing to listen to anybody else. I mean, welcome to TE nemesis. It is what it is. So, so temperament wise, uh, they are an artisan. Now, uh, cognitive axis, uh, well, they're part of ST, SFP, NTJ, Quadra. Uh, SFPs are, uh, they're all about performing. They're all about, uh, you know, uh, being, being creative in that regard. Although, like, as, as you can see, like with these paintings, these come from an ISFP specifically. This is from an ISTP, but these paintings are from an ISFP. And, you know, that's Raylan. Raylan is an ISFP. And uh, they're fantastic work, and it's all about conveying that feeling. Uh, your art is basically to show uh, kind of like a, an abstraction of reality, uh, whereas like, you know, these are kind of like metaphysical sketches about a what-if situation, but it's still based on reality, uh, you know, which is, the, which is the extroverted sensing way. You're taking something that exists in the physical environment within physics and then molding it and bending it to your will. That's how extroverted sensing works. It uh, takes the physical environment and they're bending it to the will of the NI child, but they're also following a system with their TE inferior when they do it, and it's this system, this artistic system, which they end up developing an artistic style. This is why you can listen to uh, many artists with music and whatnot, and just by like listening to like a certain twang of the guitar or whatnot, you can instantly know the specific artist it is, uh, based on also their specific instruments or uh, ways that they go about their chords, etc. Uh, you just happen to know, oh yeah, hey, that's this artist and he's playing this instrument, uh, you know, with this band, etc. And maybe even at this location for some of you that are way better expert at sensing than I am because I have SE Demon, so that kind of sucks. But, uh, but yeah, like, it's, a, it's, it's like, a, it's like a, ISFPs have this unique signature style about them when it comes to art that they produce. And they're all about producing art and manipulating the phys physical environment around them in some way, shape, or form. This all comes from the mechanical prowess that they have. Now, when I say mechanical prowess, a lot of the ISFPs that are watching this right now are getting triggered because they're like, ow, I don't know how to change a tire or I don't know how to change my oil. I don't know anything about cars. Mechanical prowess also applies to playing the guitar. It also applies to playing the piano, for example. It applies those things. It applies to dance. It applies to jokes, for example. ISFPs have these capabilities. Um, Mechanics really is just, uh, while people think it has everything to do with anything mechanical or has to do with uh, um, you know, fixing cars or motorcycles, etc., not always the case. Sometimes it has a lot to do uh, with anything physical. And sound and manipulation of sound is physical, for example. You know? I mean, look at, look at Hans Zimmer, right? I mean, come on, you know, uh, ISFPAF, or is he ENTJAF? Hmm, we'll have to find out on a how to type episode in the near future. Uh, so yeah, cognitive access, uh, so they're very moral. 
uh, and they do this with their belief systems, their TE inferior. They're very afraid of what other people think of them, and they draw their self-worth based on their status or how others think of them. This is why if you guys watch that recent Bradley Cooper uh, movie talking about like, you know, with, with Lady Gaga kind of uh, retelling that story uh, from Lady Gaga's point of view that Bradley Cooper character was an ISFP who became jealous of um, you know his woman uh, becoming a, becoming a star becoming famous because he's like well I want to be famous too etc uh, or I had that capability before you know and trying to you know get his day in again right and when it's like wait a minute am I a has-been etc and it's that whole point of view from the ISFP uh, he felt bad about himself because a lot of people were disregarding him. People were not giving him a chance. People were thinking less of him. So he felt bad about himself because these are in cognitive access with one another. And we already talked about the axis relating to experted sensing parent and I child. And there's also additional axes uh, here in the uh, unconscious being worried about how other people feel, which is one of the reasons why FI Hero is so sympathetic. Uh, sympathetic, sympathy means uh, you are feeling uh, uh, by someone, it's not necessarily feeling for someone, etc. Or wait a minute, excuse me. Sympathy is you are feeling for someone. You are having feelings because somebody else is hurt, whereas extroverted feeling is you are actually feeling exactly the same feelings that somebody else is feeling. They're equivalent. That's extroverted feeling. There's equivalency there. But introverted feeling is about having your own set of feelings as a result of seeing someone successful or seeing someone suffering, et cetera, that's kind of the, the difference that it, that, it, uh, that it adheres to um, and whatnot. Um, so just, just, a, just a slight difference there. So anyway, uh, social engineering. One of the things about ISFPs that really, really grinds my gears, hashtag Peter Griffin, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one of the things that really grinds my gears about them is how inherently manipulative, thought manipulative, uh, ISFPs can be. These people understand narrative unlike anybody else because from their point of view, like they don't really give a damn about what's true. They only care about what they feel might be true because remember you have the cognitive axis between FI and TE here. It's all about what they feel may be true. It's all about what they believe because belief is everything to an ISFP and what they believe just because, and they're the people who would typically say, well, well that's your truth, but that's not my truth. I mean, okay, okay. If anyone says that to you, that's bullshit and like a lie. There's no such thing as, well, that's your truth and that's my truth. Guys, there is a such thing as absolute truth. It's, it's best if you just accept it now. But because absolute truth does exist, so also because logically speaking, if absolute truth does exist, then the absolute good also exists. And that's what FI Hero is all about. FI Hero is trying so hard to become the absolute good uh, that uh, and, and tries to exhibit that high moral standard, that high moral principle and having a set of principles, principles coming from extroverted thinking and those principles are created as a result of the moral feelings that the ISFP has and then it conveys these ideas to other people through these principles, principles are ideas, it conveys it with other people and it shares it with SE parents saying hey you need, you should, you are obligated to think this way about things. And sometimes because of how informative the ISFP is, they can't just directly tell it to somebody, unless of course they're in their ENTJ subconscious, then they will directly tell somebody. But in reality situation, they end up deciding to create art instead to convey that message, right? Because their art is inherently informative trying to convey a message about the reality of the situation. What if it's people suffering? What if they're creating art about homeless people? What if they're creating art uh, you know, about how they feel, you know, about pain in their life? How many times have we seen SFPs like uh, Taylor Swift making music about failed relationships? ISFPs are no different. They do the same thing, etc. This is a, uh, or, uh, or like, um, like uh, Amy Mosley, who's, or, well, the, um, the former, I, I, I'm bad with names, um, the, um, 
the lead singer for the band Flyleaf, for example, she is an ISFP who recently typed her and whatnot, but you just look at the lyrics. It's, it's, she's trying to informatively convey a message about her belief system, TE inferior, and convey that message through SE Parent, but doing it informatively, not directly, such that you potentially change the thinking and the ideas and the hearts of the people that are actually listening to her music, and she's doing it in a supportive way, but she's also taking charge because she is the leader of her band, basically, um, you know, um, as, as the leader of, of Flyleaf at such uh, at, at one point in time, for example. So understand, you know, like this is what ISFPs do. Now, when ISFPs are aspiring, they do it with their ENTJ uh, subconscious, and they're able to take charge. Uh, we actually have an ISFP who watches this channel uh, consistently, and he is a leader of a band, or was a leader of a band. And he's like, hey, you know, I always have, uh, I'm the one driving the bus here. I'm the one always taking charge. I'm the one who's conveying that sound or, uh, or the message or the lyrics, or I'm the lead singer. I'm the lead guitarist. I'm, I'm literally in charge of this artistic production here and all these other people who are in this artistic production with me or this band with me, they need to do it my way. Because if it's not my way and I child, and if they are not doing what I tell them to do, SE parent, they're going to think that this is really, you know, they need to think about it this certain way. Otherwise, we are going to perform badly as a parent, and I am not going to feel good about that. So I have to take charge and become an ENTJ and lead this group. So I know for a fact that the artistic system, the artistic process that I have created is going to generate the art that I want to create so I can convey that message I want to convey. Such is the way of an ISFP, the artist. This is how they work, folks. The difference is, is that their TE inferior sometimes can aspire and become extremely powerful in TE and can lead to thought manipulation. I'm sorry, but ISFPs are amazing at thought manipulation. Actually, I had a conversation with one recently where um, they, um, they, you know, they had some secrets and uh, there were some people in their life that they should have shared those secrets with, but uh, were afraid to do so because they are afraid of what those people would think of them. And then as a result of being unwilling to share those secrets, some people, we'll call them bad guys, were actually getting away with doing bad things because of their unwillingness to speak because they were afraid of being embarrassed. See, FI hero, ISFPs, and this also includes ISFPs, FI heroes for some reason are so afraid of embarrassment that you can actually lord the risk of embarrassment over them in an attempt to manipulate them. We'll be talking about that in a second. That's one way to manipulate an ISFP. But the reason is, is that ISFPs have this thing, while they seek to be good people with their FI hero in the same way INFPs do, while they seek to be the good person and do the good thing, right? Especially when it comes to the art and the performance and what the message that they're, their informative message they're trying to convey about reality to cause people to think differently about it so, that, so it becomes a call to action for change or positive change as a result of the art, hoping that their art will inspire action upon others. While they're doing that, it can be used for evil as well. Because ISFPs end up being coming these people that just look good instead of actually being good. Or they have this problem where it's like, oh, they're all about glory seeking, or they think they're just oh, they're all they're only gonna be getting lucky. I don't know how many times I've seen ISFPs in casinos like zombies just pressing that button on the slot machine that has literally no skill whatsoever and hoping literally, and I child hope that they're going to get lucky. <coughs> you know, and that's funny. Because and I child, out of all the cognitive functions, is all about luck. It literally is liquid luck. It is, you know, I mean, I mean, we're talking like liquid luck from Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, if you know what I'm saying. But that's the point, that's N.I. child, right? They end up having that. And then they end up believing that they have this spiritual connection with luck, you know, uh, which uh, isn't actually like, like real per se. But they think that luck is this thing that's magically going to make them rich one day. And then their N.E. trickster, it's like, oh, you know, I could reach out into the ether with my expert intuition trickster and look into the metaphysical realm and find that I'm gonna be really lucky one day, right? As they keep pressing the button, as they keep giving over their money to the casino, and they end up losing. 
And I'm sorry, folks, but ISFPs end up becoming the biggest suckers. But guess what? ISFPs can actually sucker other people, and sometimes they're not even aware that they do it. Why? Because it's all about belief systems with these people. Because as long as you think they're good, as long as you think the ISFP is good, they're good, they feel great. As long as, yeah, as, long as you think they're good, they're, they're a good person, they're doing well, they're performing properly, it's all good, right? It's all good, who cares? I don't necessarily have to make sure that I am doing a good job, that other people will value what I'm doing, I just have to make sure that people think I'm doing the good thing. How many times you walk around on the assembly line in your factory, which has ISFPs operating, you know, and they're just looking busy. They're looking like they're working. When reality is, they're not working. Remember that virtue and vice uh, lecture that we did on um, ISFPs? Wait a minute. Idleness was their vice? Yeah, see, ISFPs can be the most productive out of all of the types, the absolute most productive, but they can also be the most idle. And it really comes down to whether or not they believe in what they are doing. This is why they have to have that creative freedom and they have to have control with their ISFP ego and control with their ENTJ subconscious because if they do not have control over the creative process, they will not be able to produce what they need to produce or what they actually want to produce. They have to have some semblance of control. Control is everything, right? And if things are getting out of control, it's going to inhibit their choice. At least they're not as controlling as ISTPs, believe it or not, because ISTPs do their ESTJ shadow to control everybody else because if they don't, they're afraid that they're, they're gonna have their choice removed. But at least, you know, and they do it with their, their shadow, but at least the ISFP does it with their subconscious. So they're trying, they're actually getting a lot of joy by leading and leading from the front and leading the creative process for the sake of producing amazing art and having an excellent result because they're results oriented. The ISTP doesn't care about the result. They just want their choice. They just want their movement. They just want their process. The outcome doesn't matter. As long as I get my choice, I'm good. At least ISFPs don't do that. Thank you, ISFPs. That's dope, you know. So, you know, also ISFPs have this funny thing that like, you know, you know, you see those children, they're like, okay, because I can't see you, you can't see me, right? You know, this is another form of thought manipulation that they do, but ISFPs have that attitude. They have this thing that, okay, if I just stop believing something is real, it's no longer real, okay? This is why ISFPs, through their thought manipulation, have such a hard time taking responsibility for their own actions such a hard time because if they take responsibility for their own actions that means oh it's real that what if oh, people will think less of me because i'm falling on my sword and i'm taking responsibility for my actions and it's very scary it's extremely scary to isfps to take responsibility for their own actions i actually had one on staff at one point in time and uh, we let him go because he just randomly disappeared and decided not to do anything and decided that he was completely unmotivated, whatever. And then as a result of that lack of motivation, you know, uh, he wouldn't even give me the opportunity to talk to him about it at all because he was so ashamed. Gotta love that TE inferior shame. He's so ashamed. He's too afraid to even face the music because he doesn't want to admit he's wrong because if he admits he's wrong, it brings it into the SE realm where it's reality and then he would have to feel bad about himself. And when he feels bad about himself, then he knows that he's obligated by his SI critic to take action. But how dare any ISFP become obligated because then that would take away his freedom of choice and I child, which means he's being selfish. How many of you ISFPs out there are being selfish? Maybe you should take responsibility for your actions and maybe you should be doing your duty because how dare you put your freedom of choice over everybody else? You know, sometimes other people need a choice. That would be nice. What about the rest of us who are dutifully trying to make you feel good, showing you that we think highly of you, but you still refuse to give us a choice? and you refuse to take responsibility for your actions. What leads to people like me, you know, SFJ, NTP, Quadra, not interested in trusting you ever again. Not interested in giving you an opportunity 
to aspire with your TE and grant you status, grant you opportunities, right? Grant you a higher paying job, grant you everything that you need. And then all of a sudden you little ISFPs find yourself in the ditch in life and realize, well, how did I get here? Oh, maybe it's because you are unwilling as one of your largest hangups for this type to take responsibility for your actions. It's selfish and quite frankly, ISFPs, you can become spoiled brats real quick. Stop it, get some help. So uh, please, please keep that in mind. You know, if you don't wanna be that person, well, stop trying to look good and actually be good. Because here's the situation. If you're going to have that attitude, guess what? The social engineer is going to come around and they're going to manipulate you into doing things you don't want to do. They're going to obligate you. They're going to force you to do things against your will. Oof. And then you're really going to be idle. Then you're really not going to get anything done. And then you're going to wake up at 50 years old, uh, overweight, on the edge of getting a heart attack and wondering where all the time went. And it's like, oh, I, I didn't live life. I thought I was living life because you live so much in the moment. You have no concept of time passing by that all of a sudden you realize you have nothing left. You wake up tomorrow and it's like, oh, why? Because you could not have the humility necessary to admit fault, to admit or take responsibility for your actions. Let me tell you something, folks. A mature ISFP, an ISFP worth their salt, is an ISFP willing to risk shame as a result of taking responsibility for their actions. Because let me tell you something, folks, if they are not willing to shame themselves in front of other people and fall on their sword on their terms, I definitely will do it for them. And I will expose them for everybody. Oh, and they're gonna feel so bad about themselves, but good, maybe they become a better person, right? Maybe their art will become that much more meaningful. You know, what Jordan Peter said in chapter seven of 12 Rules for Life, do what is meaningful, not expedient. ISFPs, you might wanna listen to that. You just might, you just might. But hey, I really appreciate your art. I just wish your art was a little bit more meaningful. I wish you were being more productive than everybody else. I wish you were actually, you know, in the mood to do these things. But instead, you'd rather be idle. Instead, you'd rather just look good You'd rather look productive instead of actually being productive and actually contribute. And then that just leads you to being a spoiled brat that no one trusts. And you just you wonder why you're alone or you wonder why no one thinks highly of you. You wonder why you have no status. You wonder why you're not popular. Hmm. You put so much, you put so much effort in, you know, trying to make it big, hoping one day that you're just going to, you know, get lucky with your any trickster that you know it's all gonna fall in your lap one day no how about you work for it how about you actually put in the effort to, and work for it keep that in mind because if you don't the ESFJ social engineer will come around and then you're screwed and we're gonna talk about just exactly how you're screwed so let's talk about social engineering uh, for a second here so remember uh, I'm gonna actually use the, uh, the uh, nice uh, pink pen for this. Don't forget, uh, folks, that the hero function is optimistic, and then we have the parent function is pessimistic. Child is optimistic, inferior is pessimistic, and then uh, optimistic as well for the nemesis, and then pessimistic for the critic, optimistic for trickster, and pessimistic for the demon. But do not forget the uh, entire shadow or unconscious side of the mind overall is pessimistic, while the ego itself is optimistic. Don't forget, ego, the sides of the mind themselves have their own optimist versus pessimistic approach. The optimists are up here, the pessimists are down here, while each of the individual functions are also optimistic and pessimistic in their own right, and they are, have a primary and secondary equilibrium about them. So. How to social engineer ISFPs? Well, here's the process, folks. And uh, the process is basically you have to emulate or be an actual ESFJ because ESFJ is the highest compatibility with the ISFP and they can read ISFPs like a book. And what's interesting about ISFPs is ISFPs are completely unaware of the intentions of other people, which leads them to be the most weakest to social engineering. Them and ISTPs are the absolute weakest of all the types to social engineering. It is what it is, folks. But especially ISFPs, they can be so easily taken advantage of and their productivity uh, used against them in such ways where 
you know, they, you have that starting, you have that starving artist, you promise them great things and appeal to their sense of glorification, and then all of a sudden they're doing anything for you and eating out of your hand, and then all of a sudden you drop them in the dumpster afterwards and they wonder what happened. And it's because, yeah, we made all these promises, but we never delivered. And then you're taking absolute sheer advantage of the little hope that that NI child clings to that it's going to get lucky and strike it big one day. Hmm. That's basically a gist of what the ESFJ social engineer does to the ISFP, and it does it very easily. So the ESFJ shows up to the ISFP and is like, oh, look at you, little ISFP. I'm here to be supportive of you. I, I, you know, I think really highly of you. My logical TI thinks so highly of your TE inferior. I think your art looks amazing. I always have a really good experience with my SI parent is how amazing your art is. You're always consistent. I, I think you're fantastic. I always tell all my friends about you. TE inferior loves to hear when other people are saying, oh, I love to tell other people how great you are. It's really appear, appealing to that vanity of the ISFP and puffing them up and being like, oh, I think you're so great. Anytime you use the word, I think you're so great, I think you're great, hits that TE inferior and makes that FI hero feel so good about themselves, even though that TI demon is not gonna bother trying to verify anything that the ESFJ is saying whatsoever. Oh, yeah, it's like not gonna work, but for some reason, like, it's a normal thing. I mean, I don't know why, but I mean, it just is. Like, you know, for the greater good. Anyway, the point is, is that ESFJ comes in, you know, and the ESFJ is like, hey, you know, I could give you choices. I can give you a better future. If you throw in your lot with me, man, I got your future handled. You're definitely gonna make it big. I got a plan, you know, and you're gonna feel great about it. And I'll always be loyal to you with my SI. I'm a very loyal person. I have a track record of being loyal and I got your back. You don't have to worry about anything. I'll always give you what you want. You always have choices. You can do whatever you want. It's all the balls in your court, man. It's all what you want. And I think so highly of you and whatnot. And like the, the ISFP just eats up this narrative and is completely unaware, completely unaware of what's even happening to them. Even though this type is an interest-focused type, and they're like, well, do they even bother to think about what the ESFJ is getting out of this situation? Nope, because they feel so good. And because their mind is literally, their brain is literally on a high at this point. It's those, uh, those endorphins are definitely pumping after getting so much praise because guess what? You want a social engineer an ISFP? All you have to do is just glorify them. Manipulation via glorification. And that's what ESFJs do to ISFPs. They glorify them and they even do it publicly, etc. Ah, but why? You see, it's a giant covert contract. See, ISFPs are weakest to covert contracts. And you know what a covert contract is? If you want to read about covert contracts, you can go to our ENTP friend, Dr. Robert Glover. He's all about uh, explaining covert contracts in his book, No More Mr. Nice Guy, which, guess what? Most ISFP men by default are nice guys and have nice guy syndrome, which means they're going to be very unhappy in their relationships. Let's be honest, I've only met a few ISFP men who are not. And those INS, ISFP men who are so afraid of reading and finding out things, finding out truths because they don't want to feel bad, so they'd rather have their head in the sand because they don't want to feel bad about themselves because they don't want to be confronted with the fact that they may have to take responsibility for their own unhappiness because the ISFP likes to blame everybody else, likes to blame reality and how horrible reality is and likes to blame everyone else's success and living vicariously through everyone else's success and the first one to point fingers at other people but they are they willing to look at themselves in the mirror and realize that they themselves are the problem? No, statistically not really, especially the immature ones. Even the mature ones struggle in this area, folks. It's a problem for ISFPs. It's a problem. And it's oftentimes why they get a bad rap where people just tell them that they're stupid, which is technically very not true. Look at the brilliance of this art. A stupid person can't do this. This is brilliant. This work is brilliant, and Raylan's work is brilliant. Uh, if you want to check out Raylan's stuff, at Cajun Raylan on Instagram, check out her work. Although recently she took down some of her paintings as her posts on her Instagram, and I was like, why did you do that? Uh, they're pretty awesome. But she might have um, like a different uh, a different Instagram, like I think it's like Parish Levy or something like that. But uh, check it out. She does excellent work, and I hope to be the recipient of additional paintings in the future. 
Uh, but I do definitely enjoy these two, the Black Lotus and also the uh, metaphysical forest burning uh, in the midst of expert intuition uh, water in the, uh, in the bayou in New Orleans. Uh, so anyway, um, enter the uh, ESFJ. It's all about going to uh, deploy a covert contract. Now remember, different different uh, social engineering methodologies work on different types like you know for uh, for introvert intuitive uh, for most NI users you want to use a Xanatos gambit uh, but specifically even though you have NI child NI child um, because it's divine sometimes NI child can find its way out mistakenly uh, out uh, through uh, a Xanatos gambit uh, because it's just like a little kid it's just kind of random with what it wants and whatnot it's a little bit of a more of a moving target so but at least you have the opportunity to hit them where it hurts the most and that's through a covert contract and esfjs are the best type to deploy a covert contract and it is an interesting form of manipulation and it comes from this i scratch your back so i expect you to scratch mine right so all the esfj has to do is get to the isfp and do a huge array of nice things for the ISFP, and then when it's all over, tell the ISFP, hey, I did all these nice things for you, but uh, you've just built up a, a debt of niceties that you owe me. So now you have to do things that I need you to do or I want you to do, regardless if you want to or not, because I got you hooked to all those nice things now, and uh, I'm gonna take them away. So if you don't do those nice things for me, well, sorry, you're not gonna get that from me. It's a covert contract, folks. A covert contract is, so when you do something nice for people, it happens in relationships all the time, where you do something nice for your partner, but then you expect them to behave in a certain way in response to you doing nice things for them. How about you just do nice things for them for the sake of doing nice things for them because you know they're your lover, right? That's what, you, that's what should be happening, right? Shouldn't it? Hmm? Hmm? Don't you think? Don't you? Don't you think? But really, like, like, like literally, that's what, that's, that's what should be happening. But for some reason, for some reason, that's, that's, that's not the case. Uh, people always get so confused on covert contracts and I'm just trying to figure out, you know, okay, well, why? Why, why is that the case? Ouch, got a little, bit of, a little bit of a bite right here, ouch. Um, but yeah, like, uh, well, actually, no, that's a burn, excuse me. Uh, I was cooking, uh, uh, cooking some food earlier and uh, some grease kind of just jumped in the air and uh, bit me on, right on the side of my arm. Uh, anyway, so the covert contract, you go in to somebody, you do a bunch of nice things to them, and then when they, and then you get upset at them for not doing anything nice at you in return. And by doing that to the ISFP, that FE nemesis gets in there because oftentimes the ISFP worries to themselves, they worry about whether or not they are being selfish. And then the ESFJ, all they have to do is be super supportive, super supportive, help the ISFP, help the ISFP, help the ISFP over and over and over again, and then be like, okay, now you have to do this thing for me. Now I'm gonna force you against your will to do this thing for me, because if you don't do it, you're selfish. You're a selfish person. And then the ISFP's like, oh, I don't wanna be labeled a selfish person. I'm afraid of being labeled a selfish person, so I'll capitulate and do that nice thing for you, whether I want to or not. My SI critic will kick in and force myself against my will to go help you or do this thing for you because you've been so supportive and so nice to me, so I'm gonna do something nice to you. And all of a sudden they're manipulated into doing things that they don't want to do, you know, like sell drugs or, uh, or uh, produce art or, or lie to people, for example, uh, or force other people to go to a family event that even they themselves don't even want to go for the sake of the ESFJ, so the ESFJ can look good in front of people and be like, oh, look at my amazing family. You know, look at how wanted I look. Look at how valued I am, right? And I have such this great uh, family, so I'm obviously, you know, a very smart person because I have all these family here backing me up because I'm affiliative and interdependent, even though the ISFP is pragmatic and independent, right? So I understand that. You know, like, uh, there's, pl there's plenty of scenarios for a covert contract, but there's just plenty of scenarios for it. It happens all the time. Um, and really all it is, is that ESFJ comes in, it's like, hey, I'm here to make you feel good. I think so highly of you, I'm gonna increase your status. I'm gonna let you do whatever you want, give you tons of choices. Uh, your art is always a good experience. You're the greatest experience I've ever had. And, I, and I'm gonna dutifully support you. 
I'm going to do your dishes. I'm going to clothe you. I'm going to cook for you. I'm going to do all these things. And because I do all these things, you better appreciate me or I'm going to label you selfish. I'm going to label you with my, my TE uh, rational demon and you're a selfish person. You're selfish, 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 selfish because you never help me. I'm always the one helping you when guess what? The ISFP never actually asked for help. They never asked for help. They just saw the ESFJ offering that help of their own will. So who's the manipulator, right? See, that covert contract will come into play. And then all of a sudden, the ISFP, after they've been manipulated, after they've been completely taken to the cleaners, after, because, I mean, how often do you see the ISFP uh, band leader, and then you have the ESFJ woman groupie show up, right? And then they, and then they get with the ISFP, and then the ESFJ, you know, ends up, pregnant or is expecting you know to uh, to gain additional um, benefits and favors from the ISFP you know and uh, expecting the ISFP to be talking about her and her songs and and all the like and it's not about the music anymore and the ISFP ends up feeling obligated to do these things by this this woman of theirs all of a sudden who came out of nowhere and covert contracted their way into uh, uh, being heavily involved in their life, even though they didn't even ask for that to begin with, but then they end up be feeling like they're being forced to, against their will to uh, do this behavior and it's harming their art, it's harming their team, it's harming the people they're leading with their ENTJ subconscious. And then the people close to them before this ESFJ came into their lives are starting to think less of them. They're feeling really bad. It's like their choice is being taken away and then they just explode. And then they just, just this huge rage. And then all of a sudden, it's like, uh, and then the ESFJ is like not willing to listen to them, doesn't even give the ISFP a voice because it's like, you don't get a voice. You don't get a voice because I've done all these things for you and you're selfish. And because you're selfish, you don't get a voice. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. And then the ISFP feels trapped, powerless. And then they become idle. And then they just don't do anything. How many ISFP artists have stopped producing art have stopped being productive specifically on that alone. It happens because if no one's going to think highly about what they are doing, then if, they, if the ISFP is not going to get any credit, well, because then the ESFJ social engineer is just coming in to hog, you know, they're trying to hog all the recognition, leaving no credibility for the ISFP. And then the ISFP becomes very unhappy. They live so much in the moment and they're not aware of the other of the uh, hostile intentions towards them that this person could be after their money. And, they, and you know, the ISFP, I mean, some of the worst, uh, one of the worst financially capable of all the types. ISFPs and money management generally don't mix unless they are aspiring with their TE inferior, which doesn't happen very often with ENTJ subconscious because even ENTJ subconscious lacks self-discipline. Guess what? The ISFP just spends money and spends money and spends money and spends money is one of the most fiscally irresponsible of all the types. Where does the stereotype starving artist come from? Hmm, I wonder why. And well, guess what? The ESFJ social engineer can know that can happen and they can definitely, you know, extract all that money, all that value from the ISFP and the ISFP will be covert contracted into giving up that money. It's so easy to covert contract them into basically doing anything. You just start doing all these supportive, nice things to them, have them pile up over time, and then accuse them of being selfish when it's over, and then all of a sudden, that wallet starts to open out and then comes the money. And then they don't even realize what they're doing when they, they didn't even ask for that help or that support to begin with. And they're, they're completely open to this. They're completely open to this manipulation. ISFPs. How do you stop this? How do you stop this? Well, remember, you're interest-based. You have to think to yourself, if someone is giving so much to you, what are they giving, getting out of it? Because no one is that giving. You are not that lucky. Stop trying to get lucky all the time. It's like that Daft Punk song, we're just here just to get lucky. And it's like, okay, getting lucky? I mean, how many times do you like see all of those those ISFP men in bars, you know, trying to just get lucky with a woman that night. How many times do you see that? You see it a lot. How many times do you see those ISFPs in the casino trying to get lucky, right? The casino itself is an ESFJ social engineer, social engineering the ISFPs out of their money. By making them feel good, by making them feel lucky, even though it's a lie.
but they can't tell the truth with lies. They have TI Demon and they have TE Inferior. It's all about belief. Well, that's your truth, right? Good luck telling an ISFP they're unlucky anyway, because they know they have NI Child. Hey, I have NI Child, that means I got luck, right? Yeah, but the problem is, is your NI Child can be manipulated to go down this road and do things that you don't want to do as a result of being covert contracted and they're doing it. And imagine a covert contract deployed with a Xanatos Gambit simultaneously. Hmm, that often sounds like a casino, right? And then all of a sudden you're left with those ISFPs who don't have very much but pocket change left after they show up feeling like they're a high roller, you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a casino. And by the time they're done, they're at the slot machine, pressing the button, hoping to God they hit the jackpot so they can go back in again. Wow. Come on, be more physically responsible. ISFPs, if you would humble yourselves, if you would realize you're not actually that good, you're not actually that good of a person, and that you need to realize that you need to expand your mind, develop your belief systems, do some research and read. Actually spend time reading and self-improvement such that you become willing to take responsibility for your actions and realize you're not all that in a bag of chips. And if you can actually engage in that form of humility, then this person, this flatterer, because this is literally what an ESFJ social engineer is, a flatterer who are using flattery to get their way with you. This flatterer, you'd be like, okay, well, what's your agenda? You'll all of a sudden be aware that because you realize the truth that you're not really that good and you're not really that lucky, they'd be like, okay, well, what's that person's game then? If they really think I'm so great, what are they up to? They're trying to manipulate me. What are they trying to get out of this? Why are they helping me so much? ISFPs, are you really going to allow it to go to your head that, oh, everyone loves me so much, especially, you know, when you're famous playing that guitar on the stage and whatnot? You know, are you really gonna let it go to your head that, you know, everyone thinks so highly of you and that's why they're supporting you so much because like, you're so popular? Is that really what's gonna happen? No, 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 see? Because an ISFP who takes responsibility for their actions realizes that popularity is nothing but something that is fleeting. That van it's just it's vanity, it's worthless, a chasing after the wind, as Solomon explains in the book of Ecclesiastes. Do, you know, the wisest man who lived on, on the earth in history. Like, seriously, ISFPs, if you're willing to humble yourselves and take responsibility for your actions and look at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the reason why your life sucks, then you would realize that you're not that good. And then as a result of not knowing that good, when someone's trying to flatter you and make you feel good, you're like, wait a minute, I know I'm not that good. What's their game? That is how you protect yourself from this form of social engineering. But do you have the humility required to do so? Hmm? Do you? Do you really have the humility required to do so? I don't know. You might want to figure that out. Because if you don't, they're going to take your wallet, they're going to take your clothes, they're going to take your bed, they're going to take your house, they're going to take your children, and you'll be left with nothing. And you're going to wake up post 50 years old and wonder what the hell happened because you live so much in the moment that you're not even aware of how quickly time passes right before your eyes. Is that the future you want in I child? Oh, but I thought you were lucky. Understand who you are, ISFPs. You're supposed to be the most moral of the types. You also have the potential to become some of the most intelligent, especially if you read and spend time to research you need to engage in humility. Do not let success cause that pride to come out. Take charge. Take full account of yourself. Understand who you are. Understand where your weaknesses are. Just because other people believe or they feign belief that you are a really great person does not actually mean you're a great person. ISFPs, you need to surround yourselves with people that hold you accountable, with people that will think less of you and tell you to your face. Or would you rather just stay ignorant 
and have everyone and have your life full of yes men who say oh, I think highly of you you really want to be that ENTJ CEO with your subconscious one day and literally at your firm all you have is yes men and all of a sudden you realize your company is gone completely taken away from you instantly it's almost like the prodigal son you ever hear about that story oh it's just smart work even though he was technically an ENFP but that's like a whole nother that was a whole nother um, that's a whole nother argument entirely Stop trying to thought, manipulate everyone else into thinking that you're actually good because when you do that, you're opening yourselves up to being social engineered because people will just appeal to your pride and your vanity, your sense of status or popularity, and then you'll end up get, and they'll end up taking everything you have. It is written, those without even that will be taken away from them, and that's why. And this is why. The more people have, even more will be given to them. No wonder the rich get richer and the poor get poor, and it's all because of pride and vanity. And it is very sunk deep within the ISFP. You have to let go of that pride because a flatterer will come and they will glorify you, and then they'll take everything you have if you're not careful. Don't let that happen. Oh, but. I can't see you, you can't see me. And then all of a sudden, even your bed and the clothes on your back are taken away from you. But you were lucky, right? You were lucky. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're lucky that you're here watching this lecture right now, getting some truth in your heads so that you can make some changes and get the flatterers out of your life and really have a real account about what your actual value is and be willing to take some personal responsibility in your life such that you can avoid these social engineering attacks because you're gonna get covert contracted and then when you have everything taken away from you, you ain't popular anymore. You're in fact shamed and you'll be shamed indefinitely if you don't humble yourself. So please, ISFPs, humble yourself, live in truth, don't live the lie. Don't listen to other people who are just trying to puff you up. They have an agenda. Be careful. Do not let it go to your head. Thing is, it's easiest out of all the types for it to go to your head if you're not careful. So you have to do research. You have to expand your mind. You need to read. Read ISFPs, become something more, understand processes. Read that book, Lean Startup by Eric Reese. It was written by an ENTJ or Principles by Ray Dalio. These books will definitely give you everything that you need to know to really start the process of proper self-assessment so that you know how to properly value yourself so that when you look in the mirror, you realize that you are your number one worst enemy. And then as a result of having that realization, you'll come to know the truth, which is you are not that great and it's okay. Because by through, through understanding the fact that you're not that great, you'll be protected from those flatterers who are come to take you for everything that you have. If you found this lecture useful, helpful, educational, enlightening, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube, also on our podcast while you're at it. Uh, if you'd like to get your questions in for Q&A sessions or participate in our Q&As and live streams, please go to csjoseph.life forward slash social, click on Discord, become a member of our Discord server. If you'd like to financially contribute to everything we're doing here at CSJ and being a part of this movement, please become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com forward slash csjoseph. Uh, Thank you very much uh, for uh, providing all of your feedback uh, to those patrons out there uh, for getting our uh, uh, Patreon uh, tiers figured out. We are able to eliminate some tiers and make some changes uh, to everyone and, and bring a higher value to some of these uh, tiers. And we have definitely more content coming. Uh, I recently just got this uh, studio finished. We're actually gonna be getting another light soon to, get, uh, to improve the lighting. And uh, we're gonna be making some additional changes as we continue to upgrade what we're doing uh, as we uh, move forward together. So. Anyway, folks, uh, with all that being said, I'll see you guys tonight.